Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello everyone and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about branding, how you can create your brand awareness, strong brand recognition. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Gino Carter. How are you? Hey Natalie, what's up? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And you know, uh, today in the morning, uh, uh, I will woke up in Ukraine, Odessa, but right now I'm in Turkey, in hotel. <laughs> I hope the internet is fine. And yeah, uh, before we start, just uh, tell about yourself, your background, and why you, just, you decided to take this topic. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, by the way, I hope you're in the good part and fun part of Turkey. I was there and... When it's fun, it's really fun. <laughs> uh, it's Istanbul. Yeah, I think it's, oh, okay. it's okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Good times. So, yeah, uh, I actually started doing marketing. I started with PR about 25 years ago. Um, so I started <laughs> marketing before there was fast internet and before you had smartphones and was able to do whatever you want, wherever you want, however you want, like, you know. Um, so over the years, and as I said, I started with PR, um, and I lived and worked in Israel, England, and here in the States, which are totally different cultures. So over these years, with all this experience working with, you know, brand names like Levi's or MTV or Alfa Romeo did some very interesting things for them. And even to solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and just moms and pops, small businesses. Um, and you can see that everyone's making the same mistakes because marketing and branding and sales just got harder. The easiest it got to start a business because these days you don't need anything. You have a smart, you can have, you know, uh, fast internet, you can have a business. The question is how to grow this business because it's so easy, there is so much more competition than it used to. So it's harder to get, you know, above the competition. There is much more fight for attention because everyone's fighting for attention. Everyone, like grandma and Levi's are fighting for attention. So the question <laughs> is, how are you with your business going to get it? And the cool part of you know, what I do with basing everything on the brand, everything in the marketing based on brand, and we'll get into it. The thing is that it really helps you get more for less. Uh, the best thing about the internet as we have it right now is that you can get so much more from organic or free marketing activities that are not ads from email marketing, SEO, content marketing, social media, the whole thing that you need to do it well. Yeah, got it. You know, I see uh, words uh, on your background, who, what, why. <laughs> and can you tell why you uh, have them uh, on your background? Uh, it helps to remind something what we can do how to learn customers yeah provide more insights about that yeah you totally got it you totally got it so yeah uh with all this experience 
over the last, I would say, five years, as I saw that there are different issues, I, you know, I thought, what's the way that can really help a business? Like, there has to be a very quick system. And I found out the system, which is a system that I didn't even notice that that's what I use with my clients when what other brand strategists and marketing experts are doing. And that's the W system. You need to have, ask a few questions. So let's say you want to start a business. Let's say you want to launch or introduce a new product to a new market, or you want to get into a new market, or you want to rebrand your business, or you want to grow your business. So before you start with the tactics, how am I going to do it? Oh, I'm going to do ads. I'm going to do Facebook ads. I'm going to do SEO. Okay, take a step back and start planning because you really need to plan. And the best thing about sales, I'm sure you know it by now, is asking questions. Questions is everything. So before you ask your clients questions and think about the questions that your clients or customers have in their head when they're looking for a solution, when they're looking for a product, ask yourself a few questions. Take yourself if it's only you or you and your CMO and your sales manager, all the stakeholders together and ask yourself, who is the brand? So if your brand was a person, who would it be? Who are you targeting? Because usually people don't target the right audience or they're trying to target everyone. So ask yourself, who's the right customer for my business, not the customer that you want to serve, but the right customer you should serve for better results. And what is it that I actually sell them? So look at Nike. Let's think about uh, shoe, running shoes. Nike doesn't sell running shoes. Nike sells the best athlete performance, the best performance in sports. That's what Nike sells. They don't sell products. They sell excellence in sport. That's Nike's brand. Nike's brand is not Nike and it's not its logo. It's that emotion that people have towards Nike, the business or the product. And the emotion is, if I want to really be great like Serena Williams or this or that, I should really think about using Nike products. You will see in all of their campaigns, they don't talk about the features of the product that they sell you. They talk about emotions. They convey and create all sorts of feelings in you. When you watch that commercial, you feel something. You don't think, oh, Nike shoe has plastic, 30% of this, and it's... A no, you just think what you feel. You have some kind of feeling. It's either a good one or a bad one. Creating a good feeling, that's what we marketers and branders do. And then you need to ask a very quick, uh, important question, which is why. 
not only why you do what you do, why your business exists, but why should your customers buy? And even more than that, why should they care? People don't care. People care about themselves and about their lives. They don't care about your product. They don't care about your business. They don't care about your day. They don't know what happened to you this morning, but they know what happened to them this morning, and they know that they want to have a better day. So you need to think, why should they care about me and my products and my, my brand? If you find those questions, and you can find those questions, it's not really easy to get there, but it's doable in one afternoon. And then you base all your marketing and sales on your brochures and website and everything on those answers that you got. And you will see that if you base all your marketing on that, all of a sudden you have more traffic, you have more clicks on the website, more people are buying, more people are opening your newsletters and texts and like and comment because everything that you do in your business now is based on that W system. It's based on your brand and your connection with the right target audience. Yeah, love it, love it. Let's talk about emotions. You know, when uh, I check out new uh, advertisement from BMW, uh, I don't see uh, any features. You know, uh, I see a nice car with uh, very happy people. And, uh, you know, it creates the feeling that I'm driving this car. You know, uh, it creates the feeling that I can own this car, you know, to get the same feeling. Can you tell more how to provide or provoke this feeling from customers? Definitely. The best thing is to ask your, your customers. Once you have a running business and it doesn't matter if it's a, you know, huge, small, big, it doesn't matter how many people or how many customers or how many clients you have. If you want clarity and clarity about your business, your product, your customers worth a lot of money, because without clarity, you can't go straight. You know, you need to clearly see the way from point A to point B. And today with emails and chatbots and, you know, everything, you can talk and you can ask your clients, you can ask your customers, what is it that you're looking for? What made you buy my product and not the competition? What kind of feeling you have when you're looking for X, Y, Z? So you ask them by emails, by surveys, you call them, you give them something uh, in exchange for answers or not. You can create that little survey uh, automatically at the end of every purchase, they get a survey. Or when you know that the, the item was shipped and they got it, they get a survey. And then all of a sudden, you have a lot of information about your people, about the people that actually click, actually buy, actually like. And then you understand their why. Because you ask them about their emotions. You ask them what made them uh, decide on this and not that. All of those things, even when they rationalize it, at the end of the day, they come from some kind of emotion. Usually what people want to think about themselves or what they want other people to think about them.
So let's say we went to the who. Who are you targeting? So you got to the, you know, you're targeting uh, males um, from Europe um, that like sports and um, I don't know, and whiskey. They have in a, they make at least half a million dollar a year. So you know about them. And then you start thinking what these people want other people to think about them. Lamborghini. I don't know if you're going to the track and look at, you know, car races and stuff like that, but most Lamborghinis are not on the track. Most people who buy Lamborghinis don't take them to race. They do take them to buy a coffee at the most expensive coffee shop in town. So you step back and you think, okay, what kind of emotions these people want? Oh, they want other people to think about them that they're successful because they can buy this car, because they can buy this iPhone, gadget, whatever it is. So you know that, okay, they want to feel X. I will supply it to them. If I want to know, if I know that they want to feel successful, my campaign, my ads will be targeted at, hey, do you want to feel successful? When was the last time you felt successful in your life? Or you talk about how desperate they are or how they really sad and they want to feel um, really successful. You talk about that gap between where they are and where they want to be. All of that, it's all emotions. So though that's, that's, that's like extremely easy, but you really need to understand and feel and know your brand and of course the people that you're trying to sell so you can align your brand personality like we talked before to the to your customer's personality and if you see it's aligned you will sell more you will get better roi if you see that it's not aligned then you're still trying to push some agenda that you have and it happens a lot but it's not the real agenda that your customers have the campaign will not work well Valuable, valuable. You know, <laughs> I, I I like how you explain all details. You know, I get everything from that. Okay, uh, let's talk about new brands. For example, uh, if I have some customers, I can learn from them. When um, I usually uh, went to bank uh, or uh, even use some operations, bank bank can call me. You know, and ask uh, how are you feeling about our services or something like this. But uh, if I start from scratch. If I have no customers, uh, it's a new project. How to learn them? Uh, because I can't uh, check out their feelings. Uh, yeah, I need to find them. Yeah, provide more insights about that. This is a great question. Uh, there are a few ways to look at it. The first one is, and I'm actually doing something like that right now. I'm helping a consulting company 
building uh, an online product for their customers. There are no other products like this one at the moment. This is totally, there was an idea. They, they found the need and they created that product. So they're the first and there's there are no clients or customers or anything like that. So what we are doing is we are finding other industries and other products that are very close to the why of our product, of the product that we're going to launch. So we can find people that thinks and look for kind of the same things. And then we say, okay, this product has the, the same kind of target audience. So they probably looking for the same thing. What is it that they're looking for? We started thinking at the same time, we're doing research with people that after our research, we found out that this is the style of people that are the perfect customers. Now, let's start finding these kind of people and start asking them questions to understand their why, understand the emotions that uh, they're looking for. Let's say it's a, it's a B2B. Let's say that you want to sell something business to business. You don't know anything. So start with who is your client? Is that the CEO? Is that the CMO? Maybe it's COO. Maybe it's the COO first, but they will take it to the C. Think of the whole thing. So if it's the COO, what's the COO's day look like? How can we make it better? What are the problems that a COO has uh, in his day with this specific kind of uh, softwares? So you go to CEOs, COOs, and you start asking them questions about their day, about their problems, about their needs, pain points. And if they will have this uh, kind of software or product, will this help you doing X, Y, Z? So without having your product, you can start research and fill the water just to start. And then after you start and you start getting, you know, clients, then you can ask them questions and see if it's the same as what your research has shown before you launched. Yeah, got it. Okay, uh, let's talk about creating a buying persona. You mentioned if you try to sell uh, everyone, you uh, can't sell anyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, it's marketing. Okay, uh, how to create your buying persona? Uh, because, for example, uh, 10 years ago, when I started Google Ads campaigns, uh, I got, uh, I don't remember exactly, but uh, it, that was like five cents per click. And uh, we could uh, spend this money uh, to, uh, to get uh, sales. Today, it's not because uh, the price for click, uh, cost per click, it's like, Uh, $5 in some niches, $10, it's a lot. Can you tell more how to create a buying persona for a brand Um, um, and, uh, yeah, and customize, uh, I don't know, uh, with demographics data, interest and something like this? 
So, yeah, um, I have a specific kind of uh, worksheet that I do with my clients when we talk about finding the right persona. I think that we touched a little bit earlier about something that's really, really important. Who is the perfect persona that your uh, business needs, not the one that you want to sell, which is huge. You have to take yourself out of the equation. Your business is what is not for you. Uh, I was in fashion for many years. And in fashion, it's a lot of the time is I'm, or other designers, um, we design fashion that we would wear. I design bags that I will wear. That's great, but it's not for you. You are just, what you're saying is that you're selling to people that are like you. So the perfect persona is kind of based on you, the designer, okay? Or if it's a personal brand. So you know who you are and you know what interests you have. Where do you get your news from? Do you use social media or not? If you do, what kind of social media? How much time do you spend on social media? How much time do you spend on your interests? Are you actually active? with your hobbies or not what are your hobbies where do you live which is used to be huge but it's not really important right now but when you're targeting it is important where do you live if you want to target by uh, area by location if you're uh if the area that you live in is extremely specific to who you are okay um you live only in five stars hotels. Okay. There are people that, that that's where they live. They don't live in apartments or anything. They just live in five stars hotels. Um, and then you start gathering and start looking at what hashtags this kind of person is looking for and start building it and look at your customers' um, demographics. Learn about your customers and see who bought the same, uh, who bought the most, and what's you know the same about them. Uh, someone fifty years old from Arkansas is really a great client, just like someone who's um, I don't know twenty-two male from Rome, Italy. So see what's the same things, and that. Your and that's uh, extremely important uh, personality traits for your uh, customer persona. Find that customer persona on Instagram. You know, see who they are. This is really hard, but when I work with my clients, we find someone. Sometimes they don't. Most times they don't know who they who it is. But when we're starting, okay. That's what they're like. That's what they're in for. That's where uh, they buy their clothes. That's kind of, I mean, someone like me who's into heavy metal and and, and motorcycles is totally different than someone who is into Drake and motorcycles. Totally different personas extremely different personas 
just based on the fact that both of us like like motorcycles, but I ride Harleys and he rides Hondas. Both of us really into music, but I'm into heavy metal and he's into Drake and hip hop. Male, live in Hollywood, Los Angeles, 40 something years old, into motorcycles, passionate about music. That's not good enough to understand your persona. Los Angeles, Hollywood, always wear uh, Dixon shirts, flannels, only into Harley Davidson's, heavy metal. Someone else is the exact opposite. Totally different personas, totally different people, totally different products, totally different. We, we don't even uh, act the same when we see the same motorcycle or when we see an ad for something that both of us like you will see a helmet ad that's targeted at someone like me will look completely different than a helmet ad for another motorcyclist now all of those helmet companies that are now creating these different ads each ad is targeted at a different persona they learn the hard way because when they just started, they thought we sell helmets so we can sell to all motorcyclists the same. So they created one ad for all motorcyclists. And then they saw that, mm, no, we didn't sell as much as we thought. But look at that. Only those who like um, Japanese motorcycles bought based on this ad. What does it mean? Oh, that it's aligned with their personality. So now we need to think, do we want to sell only to them or there's another persona that might be perfect for our helmet business? Oh, it's the Harley Davidson guy. So let's create one persona for the Harley Davidson rocker kind of guy. One persona for the Drake hip hop trendy kind of guy. We have totally different personas. Let's create one ad, one content, one specific, you know, Spotify playlist for this persona to get them to create the connection with them to make them click and another one different campaign the same product it will look different the soundtrack will be different the reason why will be different the messaging will be different but they will sell the same thing I will buy and the other guy will buy instead of just maybe one of us that's mm -hmm. how you get to the perfect persona. So valuable. Yeah, I agree with that completely. It's interesting. I remember one time one brand asked me, we can't create our buying persona. We, we tried everything, but we can't. <laughs> okay, then create two personas, <laughs> three personas if you can't. Yeah, yeah, that's good because personalization is key. We need to create different landing pages, uh, Give different content and cover all of them. Why not? <laughs> Definitely, yeah, wow. I'm. It's it's funny. I have a. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll give your 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 people um, a link to it. It's mm -hmm. a, a really quick how to or how to understand the whole uh, email marketing, automated emails, newsletters, all that, and 
one of the most important things is just like you said, you know, okay, if you don't, you know, you need to personalize your emails. You need to personalize. And this is very important, you know, to know who you're targeting. Just like you said, if you can't find one persona, okay, find three personas and, you know, personalize each of your marketing activity to this persona. And in emails, you can see that in emails, it's it's black and white. Either you create a good email, either you really nailed it with your subject line and with the first line of your email. For instance, if an email will start with a personalized, hi, Dino, and it will look and talk and have a look and feel that align with me, I will open it, I will click it, and in, in higher percentage that if it will have nothing about me and who am I and my name, it will not start with Heidi. You know, it will just start with trying to sell me something. Those, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh my God, this marketing thing. People think that it's so easy, but there's so many little things that you need to really know and understand and have experience, you know, You've done so many SEO campaigns, so things are getting really, really fast for you because you've done it so many times. So you know what the issues will be, you know. Oh, no, 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 that that will not work. You already know it. So really, for all of you out there doing marketing and branding and whatever it is, um, know that it is very detailed and it's not as easy as you think. Yeah. Yeah, agree. And you know, when you explain about your way to find a buying persona, I think it's high level because most brands usually use uh, paid tools to check out the average data, online studies, but they uh, neglect to speak, to talk with others. You know, they neglect to analyze their social media. Yeah, I think it's high level because. Uh, you can rely on the average data <laughs> because it's quite different with your bad persona. In most cases, I can tell for everyone, especially uh, when we have unique selling proposition, we can't overwhelm others. It's better to find uh, where you have your strong size. You know, uh, in SEO, I often see when brands uh, chase uh, high volume. Uh, but these topics are overwhelmed, overpriced. You know, you can't uh, uh, big, um, uh, beat big brands. For example, uh, I had a client um, and he uh, uh, sold uh, weight loss supplements. Uh, and uh, all his competitors uh, uh, are companies uh, with a billion dollars uh, revenue. You know, a lot. I told him, don't, don't try to overcome overwhelm them you know it's better to find our way and we did it with the right strategy uh, and we used uh, uh, content marketing uh, to find topics with uh, a lack of quality content and yeah we, we uh, increased traffic seven times uh, and uh, yeah uh, increased revenue because of the right strategy uh, can you tell more uh, about um, creating a buying, a buying journey it's not only by, uh, okay, if we know, we know our customers, we know our buying persona, what's the next step? Uh, how to create this uh, buying journey? Many don't do the journey. And it's it's a bummer because even if you don't do the persona, you have to do something, <laughs> you know? 
and and oh i i asked them so what worked with for you in your marketing over the last six months and they're like i didn't do anything but you have to marketing is oh, business is all about testing it's all about a b testing it's all yeah. about trying something think that it will work see if it will work if it worked why and then do that again if it didn't work why fix it do it again that's that's our life learn from mistakes um and the journey is something that mainly today because the journey is all over the place the journey is online it's offline it can start and finish on your chatbot or it can take three months including social media and he clicked and he got an automated emails and then he did a, a disc. So think about the journey as, and, and there are different journeys, of course. So think about the journey of someone that you're trying to sell to from the regular day when they don't know anything about you, they don't know about you at all till the day that they buy until the day that they buy again. That's the full journey from nothingness to not only buy, but buy again. And how are you going to make these people get from A, they know nothing about you, they don't even know that you exist or that they have a problem that exists and you solve, till the day that they bought and buying again. That's a journey, okay? Think about yourself. You saw an ad. You clicked on it. So you saw an ad, step one. You clicked on it, step two. You went to the website. What are you doing in the website and how you make them buy on the website? So you clicked. You're already in a new step. What happened in that In, in when you click? So tons of people say, we need SEO. We need ads. We need uh, campaigns. We need this. We need that. We need more traffic. We need more clicks. Okay. You moved people to your website. That's like a pivotal moment in the journey because you wanted to bring them to the website either by an ad, SEO, organic, bot, whatever. They're there. But what if your website sucks? What if you didn't think of creating the right experience to sell more? For instance... Your add to cart button is down below the fold, okay? Or the description is down below under the photo, so you don't even see that. You need to scroll down, and people don't scroll down. So you pretty much uh, got stuck in the journey because that's the stage in the journey that they will not continue to the next step. You need to redesign your website or your landing page or your product page or whatever, so they will continue to the next journey, the next step in the journey. And it's either buying or just learning, getting all the information about your product, then they leave your website. What's then? You need to create another journey in this, uh, another step in this journey, for instance, retargeting ads. They left. Another step is that they see a retargeting ads for you now you need they need to click it it's another step you bought them back you sent them in a cart abandonment email that's another step so it's overwhelming 
So take a whiteboard or whatever and a piece of paper and start thinking about those steps in the journey and what each step is saying and how do you maximize the step in order for them to continue to the next step and what do you do if they didn't? If they continued in the journey, then X. Okay, if they didn't, then Y and what that means. So always think about them and not about you. You want to sell stuff, that's great. If you will be focused on selling stuff, you will not be selling shit. But if you will be focused on the people who want to buy your stuff, you will sell a lot. It's that that simple. Yeah, got it. Let's talk uh, about user experience. Uh, how to know that uh, the website has these problems uh, with UX? For example, um, uh, you remind me of one story when one client shared me, you know, um, I had traffic, good traffic, relevant, but uh, it doesn't sell a lot. And uh, when I analyzed, I found that uh, the button um, uh, was uh, with uh, branding color, green. Uh, but, and we changed the color to orange and we increased traffic two times just changing uh, the color of this button. And when you shared that something uh, can be uh, hard uh, to analyze content, how to know that we have these problems uh, and where to start to analyze your website? That's a great question and it happens a lot, as you say. And, and it's sometimes something small like the color of the button. Yeah. The color of the button is huge. It's one of the biggest things. It's not small. You think it's small, but that's, you know, and that's the difference between people who are running businesses and they do everything themselves. They don't ask anyone. They don't learn. They don't click to see a movie or ask or, or getting knowledge. They do everything themselves in their business with themselves and the way they, they think or people that running their business, always asking questions, always see who are the best people that can help me do that. It doesn't mean that I need to put all my money now and I'm going to spend money. No, you're going to invest money in someone who already learned the mistakes that you're going to have and they will save you a lot of money. I had the same thing. So we did some redesign for a client because we found out that the user experience is not as good. We found it, for instance, by the low conversion. Just like you talked, tons of traffic, tons of people coming to the website, but they don't click and buy. So that's low conversion. That means that you're doing something wrong doesn't mean that you suck as a human being. It just means that you need to change something in the layout, in the user experience. And one of the things were the color of the background and the color of the buy now button. And she's great. She's a great client. She understands marketing like hell. But that's why she you know, pays me as a marketer to help her because she knows that she, she's too close to the baby. It's her baby. She made it. She designed the website. So, so she can't really look at things as they are and have the right perspective. 
And I told her, listen, we need to change the, the background. This color and the color of the, like everything sits really nice in a pink, red, purplish kind of uh, color palette. So nothing pops. So when you look at that, the button by now doesn't pop to your brain. So your eyes doesn't compute it as important. Why? Because it doesn't pop. If we will change the color of the background to something lighter, maybe even white, it will pop. And then the eye will do what the eye does. The eye sees something important because it pops and it tells the brain, this is important. You need to interact with this. And then they click and then you sell more. So that's one of the things, low conversion. You see, you have high traffic, but no one buys. You have to give, uh, you have to give it to other people to scroll and go into your website and tell you what they think, because you know the website too well. It's your website. You love all those products. You know those products back and forth. So you are not the right one to look and look for troubles. Always ask a professional. It's really important. Bounce rate is something else that people either don't know or don't think about. Um, the bounce rate, people, you have to have Google Analytics if you don't. Just Google how to do Google Analytics and just, you know, do it. Connect your website to Google Analytics. One of the things that you will see is the bounce rate. And, and other call it in different names and Google will change it again. But the idea of bounce rate is the people who go to your website and they whoop, immediately bounce out. So they went to a page okay, this is not what I'm really looking for, and they go out. That means that you need to explain to them. You need to show them that they are at the right place because we have so many options, and you have about one to three seconds, and three is a lot, uh, to show someone who goes to your website that they are at the right place. If they went to your website and they immediately went back, even if it is the perfect product for them, but they don't know it because they bounce, because they didn't see anything on the website that tells them, yeah, that's that's the product. I'm going to solve your problem because you didn't write it in the description. You didn't write it in the name of the product. You didn't show any video that helps. You have only one image. It's pixelated. You didn't write anything in the description. No reviews. No testimonials. Mm -hmm know who what and why like why should i even stay in this website <laughs> yeah valuable valuable okay uh i have the last question uh your predictions in 2022 how people can learn more about branding uh, what they need to consider first for example i don't know artificial intelligence or machine learning or anything else uh because you know uh uh, I have a lot of questions about uh, learning uh, and uh, people want to know more. And from my experience, I have much higher results with clients who understand 
the topic who understand SEO. If they understand, we can uh, cooperate, we can uh, provide results together uh, as a cohesive team. Uh, can you tell how people can learn about branding in 2022, uh, where they need to pay more attention and your predictions about branding in 2022? Well, I think that definitely in the next uh, three years, uh, 22 to 25, we're going to see a lot of very interesting things happening and changing. Um, AI in marketing is going to be very, very big. Um, buying from wherever is just going to be bigger. Um, we're, we're going to actively do less with tech and with our connection with other people and how we buy, how we consume. Um, now, I think that what I base my framework in marketing, which is the brand. So I think that the power of the brand or the importance of dealing the right way with the concept of a brand and that emotional connection to a very specific targeted audience, this will just be harder and harder and, and a bigger element in your marketing. Marketing is going to be narrower, just like with good SEO, you know, just like with good SEO. People don't understand that you are going to bid on a word or a search term that the biggest companies in your industry are bidding for, and they have more money than you. So why go broad? Find the right search terms that only you have, extremely narrower, you'll have better ROI on these search terms, right? That's how it works. So this whole connection through content and through the brands and products that I use say something about me, you know, with all the, you know, Black Lives Matters and, you know, don't use electricity. Oh, everything will be like, okay, there will be departments. It's just going to be harder. Um that's what's gonna that's what's gonna be in 2022. I think that in 2022, more than ever, um, with all the changes that we we've had in the last two years and we're gonna have, uh, it's gonna be much, much, much harder. Uh, we're gonna see a lot of new businesses, ideas, websites, uh, online shops, because so many people decided that they're not going to work for the man anymore. They're going to open their own business. They're going to invest all the time uh, that they have in their own idea and selling their own products. Or And, and we're going to see that a lot. Most of those people who decided not to go back to the office and started their own business six months from now will be looking for a job in an office because their business didn't succeed not because of them just because that's the way it is take 10 people that starts their own business right now almost nine of them 
will not have a business a year from now. So it's just the way it is. And that then we'll have another kind of shift in marketing and sociology. Once society changes and every once in a while it does, usually, you know, there three years, 10 years, 30 years changes. The minute society changes, marketing changes immediately. So that's how it's going to be. It's going to be a very interesting year, I guess, (laughs) with everything that's going on. Yeah, guys. Uh, I only wish everyone, if you want to start a business, just do it. (laughs) Believe you can. Uh, Yeah, all uh, hard time that we can have. Uh, obstacles that's a makes i don't know it makes us a stronger that's it you know just go ahead and um, yeah and consider new challenges that you can get and uh, early adopters usually win and just uh, learn from new technologies uh thanks a lot for your time dina it's valuable uh, i've learned a lot from you uh, i am sure that People will learn a lot from this audio podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for you for your time, for all your explanations, examples. You know, I like how you can <laughs> show how it works. Uh, yeah, and uh, before uh, you leave, uh, just tell how people can learn more about you, uh, follow you, reach out to you. So yeah, first thing you know, dinohcarter.com. That's my website. You can learn there. Um, you can get some free stuff, uh, you know, workshop and worksheets, and you can uh, look at dbrandingla.com. That's my agency to learn some more more stuff. And of course, Dino H. Carter on LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, I'll send you the link to the free uh, email course mm-hmm. as well. Cool, cool. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Google, Apple, Spotify. Thanks a lot. You know, it's a big pleasure to learn from you. And thanks, guys, for listening and watching us. Thank you so much for having me, man. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.